Hello people, welcome to episode 28 of the When in Yorkshire podcast. I hope you're all very, very well. This uh, this is a special double feature episode containing conversations with uh, firstly CJ and Reese from Dream State and then followed by Joe and Corey from Patent Pending. Uh, both of these were recorded at Leeds Festival this year. Um, so first up is Dream State. Now these are Welsh rockers. Um, I guess the kind of alternative rock slash post-hardcore, I'm sure there's far more accurate ways to describe them, but in my head, that's kind of where they where they fall. Um, and as I said, yeah, they're from South Wales. Now, they've got some, they've got some absolutely brilliant songs, and I, I don't want to take away from any of the fact that their live set's amazing. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch. They're incredibly entertaining, massively tight. Um, but it was it was CJ's vocals that initially caught my attention, um, and specifically she, they've got melodies that are that are insanely catchy, very clever, very interesting, and not predictable, which I often find at the moment can be the case. But as good as all of that is, it was it's her scream that that sort of captured my attention, um, and not not for the fact that she's a female vocalist that screams that is a thing in 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 many many bands it's the fact that i haven't heard a scream from anybody that is so brutal but clear um and just so full of emotion um and genuinely i i, I couldn't stop listening after i'd i'd heard half a track i think i then probably listened to about sort of 10 or 15 tracks in a row um many of those repeated um i don't think i even had access to 15 tracks but i just kept listening and listening um really captivating um and very very varied her her range is insane and her versatility is ridiculous um so not to just make this the the cj appreciation podcast um but it genuinely it's absolutely fantastic so please do do go and check that out um now, Dream State, uh, if you listen to this at the time of release, then they're about to release their debut album uh, on the 18th of October. That's called Primrose Path, um, and from which I will have added two singles to the When in Yorkshire podcast playlist, if you want to go and check those out. Um, they have got some in-store events coming up um, and some live dates, and they're heading out across Europe with Being as an Ocean um, I've put links to their site and their social media in the description of the episode, so do do go and check that out. Um, so that's first up. And then after that, I managed to grab some time, just a few short minutes, with Joe and Corey from Pop Punkers Patent Pending, who were a lot of fun. Um, I basically just spent sort of 10 minutes or so with them as they just told me a load of amusing stories. Um, hopefully I'll get to catch up with them and have a more in-depth conversation um, and, and get to find out some more information about them but this was a lot of fun so I thought I'd stick this on the end as a, as a little bonus um, and yeah like I say next time they come round hopefully we'll get some more time um, but it is it was a lot of fun for me to just sit back and, and listen to the two people rather than I guess being actively involved in the conversation so that's a little bit different um, so yeah, uh, I'm not going to talk too much now. I hope you enjoy these conversations 
Uh, and first up are CJ and Reese from Dream State. I'm here with CJ and Reese from Dream State. Hello, how are you? Hello, we're hey. good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So, grabbed you amongst your sort of press junket time. Yeah. So thank you very much for sort of giving up some of your day. Um, I know there's loads of great bands that you probably want to see, as you were saying. Uh, Reece, <laughs> yeah. Didn't get a chance to see so much at Reading last time. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. Um, I'm just going to ask a few questions around kind of how you guys came to be a band and more specifically about your experiences with music. Yeah. So can you remember what your first introduction to music was? So, for example, like what you were listening to in the car as kids or things like that? Probably what my parents were listening to. <laughs> what bit was of, that? Bit of Elvis Presley, Phil Collins, <laughs> nice. um, Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, when I started to find my own kind of, because obviously you just give him what you're listening yeah, yeah. listen to. My uncle came and stepped in. And he was like, "You need Black Sabbath, some Pink Floyd, some <laughs> you know all this stuff." <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just started to fall in love with like all, all music. Then when I started to hear bands, you know, Excellent. like really like going for it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. We used to have uh, a Queen CD, like oh, Greatest Hits. Great so we, we had that yeah, too. Had that yeah. in the car. It was like the four or five CD collection. <laughs> oh, like, in the in the five disc changer in the in the car, <laughs> and uh, yeah, then you know like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three came along, and that's amazing. That got like a whole generation of kids into rock music, I think. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, and, uh, myself like, included. <laughs> Queen seems to be, without a doubt, so far the amount of people that I've spoken to that that is sort of a, quite a seminal band, mm-hmm. and it, across all ages as well. Mm. So I've got people that sort of like fifty that will still cite Queen as being like the the biggest musical influence. That's mm. amazing to hear those across <laughs> his generations. Yeah, and yeah, Tony Hawk. I remember, I think probably hearing Pennywise probably for the first time on the skating <laughs> game, which is amazing. So in terms of like live performance and what got you into being in a band, where where did that come from? Um. For me, it started quite young. Uh, I started. I picked a guitar around 13, 14. Um, and as soon as I learned a couple of chords, I was like writing my own sh- stuff. You can swear it's fine. <laughs> Shit. <My podcast laughs> <is>. <laughs> it's a podcast. Okay, cool. <laughs> but, um, sorry. But um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I guess just got straight into doing gigs straight away. Like as fifteen, just doing like yeah. a couple of things in cafes, like some cover sets and stuff. And then I started doing weddings quite young. Oh wow! Yeah, no and I started. There. It's like ju- biggest day of people's yeah, lives. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. But people liked me down in my end, and they were like, "Yeah, nice little acoustic act. Why not?" <laughs> um, so it was around like between fourteen and sixteen, finding like the performing side. I was also in a, what was it, all girl band, the three of us. <laughs> it was called Mantra. <laughs> don't ever look it up. <laughs> don't ever look it up. Is there a MySpace page I, I don't that still think, exists somewhere? I don't know. It might be a Bebo. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that old. But um, I don't know. There might be. I hope not. I'll have a look. Please don't. <laughs> 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 no, I'm worry. kidding. It's all part of it. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, probably the last 15 or so years, I've been obsessed with wanting to be in a band. So, like... Yeah, it's probably the only constant thing in my life. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was it that sort of initially sparked that? Um, I used to listen to radio, like Radio 1 in my room uh, before I went to bed. Um, and so that was around the time when it was like the rock show and stuff yeah, was yeah. on. And uh, yeah, I was just listening to some of the songs on that and they really immediately caught my interest. I mean, there was obviously a bit of that background, for, like I said before, you know, yeah. um, 
my brother got me into a lot of rockier music back in the day because it was kind of coming through. It was a bit of a wave with bands like Linkin Park yeah. and Limp Bizkit and uh, all those kind of bands. Yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah, that's just where that drive to want to to want to do it is and I think I always liked music in general yeah so I kind of took to it like a fish to water and uh, awesome. yeah so I, there's there's more people than I would ever have thought that I've spoken to kind of who know people who just don't like music and I just don't know how how that's even possible yeah. <laughs> I don't my, I can't think of a point throughout my day that doesn't have music involved in some way. So that's fascinating, isn't it? It's, as well, when you it's think bizarre. So mm. I've, I've got a slight distrust of those people. I haven't yeah. met them yet, but if I do, it's not going to go down well. <laughs> what planet are you from? <laughs> exactly. Mm. So, um, you, you mentioned Lincoln Park, and I know that you, you've covered a song for, uh, for the songs that changed my life. Mm. Yes. How, how did that kind of come about? We got asked by Hopeless, contacted our record label. Yeah, and said that because um, we'd Dream State have always been uh, when we first started coming out with articles. I've always spoke about how music has saved my butt. Um, so we've always been one of those bands that said like, you know, music is there to help yeah. you. Yeah, uh, it's a way to express yourself in a positive manner. And then I think yeah, hopeless what we were a good mm. pick for for the, for the whole the whole thing and just yeah contacted UNFT didn't they? Yeah. yeah, and it felt very natural to like go into something like that because mm. like you said we kind of wear that on our sleeve as yeah. a band and uh, and it, it, it was a good thing to be a part of because it was all for charity as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. it was important and uh, yeah, that, that's how it came about. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, I'm sure it was a, a massive honour to, to be asked, um, given the circumstances, how, how much pressure did you kind of feel having to, to I guess, pay, sort of pay respect to it, but you do want to make it your own? Yeah, there's, I mean, we were kind yeah. of wondering whether we should do it or not and whether it was too big a song to take on and but it was all about for me i was like as long as we nail the emotion we'll be yeah. all right um, but we didn't want to stray too far away from the original because no. it's so it's linkin park yeah. <laughs> you don't want to mess that up <laughs> um but we still put our own stamp on it just mm. emotionally i think and yeah. just the sound we didn't go too much on the electronic side it was mm. more raw wasn't it yeah and one of the things you were inspired by was that live show um yeah, Hit One is on their last, like, a last light tour, and he's uh, standing in the audience, just piano rendition. Yeah. Yeah, Pulled deep. On the yeah, it did, and I was like, let's, let's strip it a bit, so we did that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it genuinely is a fantastic version. Um, mm. I, it, it, honestly, you can, you can make, you can hear the original kind of underneath it, mm. but it definitely has a, a, a dream state sound. That's good, it's good to yeah. know, thank it, you. It is quite touching as well, and maybe that is partly, you know, that I know what the what the compilation was for and such um, circumstances, but it, it's, it's a very moving I can relate so, hard, yeah. and that's important, I can thank relate you. to it fully, so, yeah. and that's what we needed, a song like that. So. Absolutely, well, certainly from my point of view, goal achieved, so. Yeah, <laughs> thank, thank you, you very much. Well yeah, done. it means a lot. Um, in terms of sort of, your experiences of, of playing live then, can you remember the first time that you played live? <laughs> I remember mine. I, I, well, you know, outside of like school recitals and things like that, you know, yeah. the, the boring stuff. But yeah. <laughs> um, it's probably Titanic on recorder I played in school. That was probably wow. the first song. That was yeah. mine. Oh my God. But, I yeah, but going into more like gigs was uh, the Golden Carmarthen. I played an open mic night, I did an acoustic okay. uh, in just this pub, um, 
which is this was that the same place you did the first yeah it was like the first time when I met the boys yeah, yeah. in the yeah. early days of the band that was yeah. where the first show was <laughs> but we love the gold by the way sorry <laughs> 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 but, um, what was your first show? Uh, as, a, as playing as a musician or just performing in general? In general, yeah. Because, yeah, I remember getting pushed on stage. I, I uh, left school quite young and I still wanted to make something of myself is really important. And I did performing arts. Okay. Uh, I went to college and went straight into performing arts and doing music um, outside of, outside of um, college. And, uh, yeah, I was 14 and... No, 15, and then I, I remember my teacher, I was too nervous to go on stage, I was like, I won't do it, I'm going to corpse. She was like, she literally pushed me. And you I was couldn't like, do that now, that's just abuse. <gasps> I know, <laughs> she was, not she's great, but she was tough. Eleanor, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's tough. I'm glad she did it though, yeah. I'm so glad she did it. She was like, you got this. What did you, what did you perform? Uh, oh. I can't remember. It was a play. But um, musically, I think my my first gig again was like an acoustic show at a local place called Cafe Vista uh, down in Tembe. It was a really nice little cafe thing, um, very up, upper class. And uh, it was really nice, yeah. It was it was nerve-wracking as hell, though. I just remember just shaking throughout the whole thing. So hard to get past that for so many years, isn't it? Absolutely, it's, yeah. and I guess kind of the the adrenaline never that that's yeah, it never goes. Just learning to harness it's never that. left. Yeah. My management were like, "You're gonna miss the nerves." And that's two years ago. I was like, "This time gone." We were playing yesterday, and, we were, and Alid was saying, "Do the songs feel really slow? Should we up the tempo?" And it's like, "No, it's because your heart's like hammering in your chest yeah. as you play." So Can you like... imagine upping the tempo. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. So, in terms of your inspiration, then. Um, You've got a, I'd say, quite a unique voice. Yes. Um, there's, there's clearly a lot of technique in there because you, your range is pretty impressive, certainly emotionally as well. Thank you. Where, sort of, where does that come from? My emotion, definitely the pit of my stomach somewhere. I can feel it every time I sing. Um, whenever I write, I mean, I was classically trained um, right. when I was younger. Uh, and then I, I pulled away from classical. I love classical music, but it just, I can vibe the way, I love to dance, so. Um, when it comes to writing, uh, I can, I, I, when I'm singing, I'm projecting, like, and I get that grit sound. It yeah. comes from, you know, I really want people to feel what I'm feeling. And um, I think it comes from that, I think. Yeah. And I just lots of practice with that. Um, lots of diaphragm control and just the hidden ingredient is realism and emotion and yeah. openness and honesty I think yeah excellent and yeah. you know is there were there any other uh, vocalists that kind of inspired you as well Chester obviously <laughs> yeah uh, Chester Linker Park he was like because uh, I love f female vocals I do yeah. but when it comes to rock I was like <sighs> I love it a bassier sound to the to the to, yeah. the to the voice it just it kicks more for me um, until like Mama Becca from Mama's ex came along she showed me how it's done I was like shit um, I took us some inspiration from her because she's phenomenal as well um, but yeah my main my main guy was I think Chester and Maria Brink from uh, In This Moment oh right okay. yeah you should check her out she's yeah. sick um, for screams anyway she definitely inspired me on the just to hear a woman's voice doing the screams yeah. I wanted to learn to do it correctly and stuff that, so. that's the thing is that you, yeah. you get the you still get a tunefulness from it um, but the the grit is is fantastic. Yeah, like, it's important. It, and it really and it really comes across recorded as well, which yeah. I think doesn't always happen. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's really good. So <laughs> excellent, love, absolutely loving it. <laughs> so in terms of your like your experience of festivals and such, um, 
you've, I know you've played on Leeds and Reading before, have you got any sort of standout, standout highlights or kind of points that, that will stay with you? What, festival-wise? Yeah. Download festival, wasn't it? Yeah, Download Festival was massive last year. And it was um, our, yeah, it was true. Slam Dunk was like... The one, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was yeah. the... When we played Slam Dunk in Leeds. Yeah. So, mm. that show was... Because like, we were like, oh, the EP's done well. Fuck, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and then we got in that room and it was just like. We thought it was going to be no one. Because uh, so we clashed with Creeper play. as well. We were like, oh, wow. we're screwed. We are screwed big time. And then we walked out there and we filled it. And not in an ego way, we were just really proud of ourselves. Absolutely. And it was just like, oh, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> People <laughs> like us. So. Circle pets and everything. Yeah, so we were it was, like, it was really, really fuck? good. This is great. Um, yeah. That. Yeah. Um, I think Download is probably one of the biggest shows we've played so far. Yeah, I was freaking out on that one. We just come from Baby Metal, had to camp at Download oh, wow. and then go play, play Download. And that was our, yeah, our biggest audience so far and it was just like, holy shit. But, um, I think 2000 Trees was close though. Yeah, 2000 Trees I think it might have even mental. been bigger for 2000 Trees. I think so. Fuck. Oh, that's a, a Yeah, great you're right. Of course it was. Because it's so much wider. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that kind of shows. I like, didn't have my glasses on, I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks big. But that kind of shows Literally. like how things have moved forward, like as, as we've grown. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of. It's a good feeling seeing that feedback. It's scary yeah. when you go away for a while. As well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. So, um, what's, what's coming up? Album. Anything exciting that you can tell us about? Well, the album dropping Primrose Path, October 18th. Cool. And then a headline tour yeah. on the te- 27th <laughs> yeah. um, around the UK in support of that. And then being his notion across Europe. Wow. Uh, it's also in favour of our album. That'll be, that'll be a great And being his notion. And their album. <laughs> their album, yeah. It's our album. Not that. <laughs> yeah, they were really kind to invite us out. Yeah. So. And we've heard lots of great things about them, so yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so just before we wrap up, I noticed you're signed to an Australian label. Yeah. That's not... I wasn't expecting that when I saw that. How did, how did that happen? That seems as far away as you can possibly get to. Yeah, uh, it's cool. They got obviously people down here as well. Yeah. Um, but it is sick, and they gave us a lot of creative control. They were the best deal we were offered out of all the labels, and uh, they gave us a lot of creative control as well, yeah. which I think is important for a band because a lot yeah. of bands get signed and then changed. And it's like, well, you sign them because of who they yeah. are. And UNFD were like, we just want you to have full creative control on your songs. You write what you feel is right, and we trust you. And we were like, sick. <laughs> and uh, they, we get to go out to Australia. We got to go out in January. Somebody's got to do it. And yeah. if, you guys, if you guys are willing to do that on yeah. behalf of other bands. It That's was amazing. brutal. Yeah. The, the show, like, the show was amazing though. Like <gasps> Australians know how to rock hard. We played the hottest set of our life, wasn't it? Midday, yeah. three p.m., thirty-four, five yeah. degrees. The oh, sun wow. was just beating down. Oh my god! <laughs> our bases was tanning yeah. on stage. Visibly, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And they just went off, yeah. didn't they? And we were like, holy shit! Wow. Take us back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, I've never really thought of. I don't. Well, I've, I've not been, so I don't know what the music scene is. But I know it is, Silverchair it's are great. So uh, I'd imagine they have. There's a, something a in the war out there. You gotta to listen to the Australian bands out there, like yeah. North Lane, Hellions. Yeah, oh, of course, North Lane. Yeah. Well, I was a big fan of the label beforehand because of bands like North Lane and Hellions. And, right. Yeah. Um, Ocean Grove. Yeah, Dream on Dreamer. Dream on like Dreamer. there were loads of bands that I was aware of. Really right? unique. Hushed, as well. 
yeah, partially because of that label. So okay. like, it felt like the right decision to sign mm. with them when when the offer came on the table. So. Yeah, excellent. Good guys. Excellent. I'm gonna have to skip that back so I can listen to the names and just make a note of the show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I blow your minds. Awesome. Yeah, that so. sounds brilliant. Well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Hope you enjoy the rest of your Leeds festival. Thank and, uh, you. Yeah, thank welcome you so to Yorkshire. Yeah, <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much. Thank no you, guys. Problem. So, we are casting. So, yeah. hello, I'm here with the guys from, I'm going to go with Patent Pending. How That's are you doing, guys? Well execution, I'm great, man. Well done. Awesome. I'm Joe and I sound like this. Excellent. I'm Corey and I play bass. Awesome. And sound like that. Yes. Awesome. At the beginning of uh, audio interviews, I like to say that so no one thinks that when I say something stupid, Corey said it. You understand? Ah, well, your voice is way different than mine. Uh, you're, well, yeah, so now I say, now they know the weird voice is Joe. They can skip back and reference yeah. it. Clever. It's very Let's bad. do it. Cool. So, um, yeah, a few questions, guys. I kind of want to understand how you came to be patent pending. So, can you guys remember like your earliest, earliest, and um, like really this is the earliest third time musical I've been asked this question today? Earliest musical experience. Yeah, the first time I ever went to a show was then I was a like baby child. Yeah, yeah. It was the Ninja Turtles coming out of their shell tour. <laughs> and it was incredible. It was at Radio City. It was amazing. That's awesome. It was what, unbelievable. What happened? But they beat Shredder. It was great. <laughs> what happened is they rocked. Awesome. In a half shell. Heroes in a half shell. They <laughs> nailed it. It was incredible. <laughs> That's what happened. And then we yeah, we started the band when we were really, really, really young. Yeah. In Miami, New York. Um, me and my brother, who's not in the band, not the brother that's in the band now, a different brother. And Anthony, and then some kid, whoever else, doesn't matter who. And um, Anthony was the only drummer in town. Yeah. So we had to convince him to join the band. <laughs> so we had to learn how to play first. So we practiced nice. without a drummer for a month. Yeah. Had him come to a practice. And there's a true story. Are you ready? Yeah. I don't know if this actually answers your question, but it's huh? weird. Yeah. So the first time he ever came to my house, he showed up on a moped, which is totally tight. Uh, how old? What a cool guy. We were children. <laughs> And he shows up on a moped and uh, he comes I'm in the house. like a seven year old. And he's, in my like, head. he's like, yo, I'm like really cool. Like, I'm a cool guy. He wasn't a cool guy. But we thought he was because yeah. he knew how to play drums and he was the key to us having a band. Yeah. So he shows up, we play three songs. I'm like, yo, I have the new Blink 182 DVD. Do you want to watch it? He's like, yeah. tight. So I go upstairs, we turn it on, I go to the bathroom. Normal bathroom time, number one. Yeah. Number Minute, one. 10 seconds, tops. Okay. I come out. Washing he's hands. not there. DVD's playing. He's not there. He's not downstairs in the basement where the drums are. He's not upstairs. I go into every room in my house. An hour and 20 minutes. I'm looking for this monster. I don't know him. His moped's still there. I'm like, I'm calling the dude because the bass player wasn't there. Yeah. And he's so nervous. This isn't going to go well because we need him in the band. It's like, where is I'm like, dude, I don't know where he went. I think he, he literally disappeared. So he, I hear some, la like some noise in the kitchen. I go in the kitchen. The garbage can falls down. He was hiding. I was gonna say he's like sounds like the master of hide and seek. He was literally playing hide and seek without you knowing. Didn't tell me. <laughs> That's and how you win. He's still in the band. That's how you win. That's how you don't tell and him. He that thought you're that, that would be a cool way to get to know me. <laughs> and that really speaks volumes for the band. That's patent pending. That's all you need to know. That's it. <laughs> Interview over. Done. And to go on to what you were saying, where you said patent or patent. Yeah. I have a fun story about that. Would you go, like that one? Go. Or you tell this one about the I don't first time we played. Yeah, he's got the story. You've got to know it. Shit, you don't know this one. Listen, no. we played in front of 7.5 million people on national TV at the Billboard Music Awards. Yeah. Taylor Swift was there, um, Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, Mike Tyson. We <laughs> sat next to Lincoln Park. It was insane. It was amazing. Yeah. Huge opportunity. It was weeks before we got here for the first time in England. Yeah. So we don't know how British talk. We didn't know they don't say patent pending the same way. 
radio superstar Tayo Cruz introduces us. <laughs> First time on national international yeah. TV. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Peyton Pending. Excellent. And where does our, if you can't see me on a podcast because you can't, <laughs> our jaws drop to the ground like, he screwed up our name. <laughs> he didn't say our name right. Awesome. Little did we know, it was just a precursor to our only career in England. <laughs> it was officially America saying goodbye to us and the Brits welcoming us. That's, that's the way it happens. That's the way it goes. And how, how about you? Can you remember the first time you, you, hear, you heard some music and thought, yeah, that's, that's the way I want to go? Um, I, I grew up in a metal household with lots of kiss, lots oh, of... Nice. My mother nice. has a Slipknot tattoo behind her ear. What? Um, but then it wasn't until high school where like my dad's friend said, hey, like, listen to yada yada, take this tape and listen to the song Skulls. It was like a Misfits tape. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, all right. And then, you know, all my punk rock friends in high school started playing in bands in garages and then pending yeah. would come out and yeah, play. Yeah, we met him. We absorbed him. Yeah, nice. pretty much. So, another band. It's like, it's like a super fan thing. No, no, no. no, no. Well, how, <laughs> tell, him tell him how you and Rob <laughs> ended up in their band. Uh, Rob Felicetti and I played in a band called Pull the Pin for a while. We toured with Patent Pending how many times? Incessantly. Like multiple van breakdowns. Years. Crammed yeah. into the old greenie. The van, your van officially broke down. Buck. They Buck. called him Buck. Rest in peace, Buck. Truly died. Like on the, <laughs> just just died. Maybe yeah. in flames. I don't know. And I was asleep. I wake up. In the van. Rob Felicetti is laying on top of me. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> and he was like, oh, Buck died. And I was like, all right. I went back to sleep. And they've and been was- our freaking van ever since. <laughs> That's it. That's how you get in they the band. They lost their drummer. We the lost band. some people and we just absorbed Pull the Pin. Well, some crazy shit happens tonight and you end up with like five more people in the band. Well, that's that's it. the way it goes. That's we how do, we get sound, guys. We do have guitar picks that we printed that literally just say patent pending filling guitarist. Nice. Yes. We yeah, have nice. our custom ones and we call it the patent pending union. Us, yeah. Yeah. union. Well, because Rob, our guitar player Rob, is in Boyne for Soup too. Yeah. And Boyne for Soup's schedule yeah. can be demanding and blah, blah, blah. And we don't want to keep him from that. So if he has something Boyne for Soup, we yeah. have a fill in. And, and we, have, the- we call it the patent pending union job. Do they have unions in England? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so it's a union job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have union members, and they fill in here and there. And when they fill in for us, they have a fix that says patent pending filling guitar player. Nice. That's awesome. We got jokes! <laughs> sure do. So, um, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about, you clearly have a bit of a love for England. I don't know if you know about it. Wait, I'm sorry. Don't know if I you don't know. Wanna, I don't want to commandeer your interview. No, sorry. Right. Go but ahead. she told us we have a very limited amount of time, and I want to tell a story about Yorkshire. Okay. This is a Yorkshire yeah. podcast, right? Go on, then. I love Yorkshire so much. Thank you. Love it. Love it. One of the top five nights of my life sent in Leeds. Love it. Nice. Right? Love it here. First time we played here, true story. Yeah. Am I allowed oh. to curse? Yeah. So this is a perfect thing for your Yorkshire podcast. We're on stage. <laughs> Born for Soup brought us here. It's a sold out show at the O2. Yeah. Huge yeah. show. Stoked. Flying. We play two songs back to back, which we very rarely do because I talk a lot. Yeah. The show went nuts. I'm like, this is amazing. After the second song. Yeah. They start, I'm very upset because they're screaming at me. Your shit, your <laughs> shit, your shit. And I was like this, literally, if there's video of it, you see my face fall. I was like, yeah. what happened here? I thought it was going great. Security guard figures out what's going on. He yeah. goes, mate, mate. I'm like, what? He's like, thank old shit. And I was like, your shit. I hear them, man. Don't rub it in. I don't know how they all agreed on this. After dancing for the first two songs, moshing. They're really pissed off. It's like York. He had to write, like, not write it down, but he had to yeah, really yeah. spell it out for me. Yorkshire. It's a great honor that they're it saying is, this to it you. It is. And that was. That means you've been accepted. It went from that the is. worst, the happiest, to the worst feeling yeah. of my life, to the greatest honor. 
that England's ever given. So yeah. thank you for that, Yorkshire. No, you, you're very yeah. welcome. It, that That is often, like when we have international guests coming over, that often gets misconstrued. Yeah. Brian Fallon took like 10 minutes out of his set to teach people how to chant because he didn't yeah. like it. Well, because <laughs> literally, <laughs> honestly, because if it was America, we would say Yorkshire. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's We've got very, to add some more syllables in. Yeah. Thank you guys very no, much. No, you're welcome. Thank you very much for your time, us. guys. That was awesome. We love it here. We'll continue to come here. Cheers, guys. I think you're great. There you go. Those uh, those two conversations, if you're not familiar with either of those bands, that is uh, CJ and Reese first up from Dream State, and then Joe and Corey from Patent Pending. Um, songs for both of those bands I've added to the When in Yorkshire playlist, and as I said, with regards to, to Dream State, they've, they're just about to release their debut album, so go check that out, and they're going to head out on tour across Europe um, with Being as an Ocean, which I'm sure is going to be a great set of shows. So if you can get out to any of those, I strongly recommend it. They were absolutely ace at uh, Leeds Festival, so I'd strongly recommend doing that. And if you haven't heard of Patent Pending before, go and check them out. They've got an insane amount of, of songs for you to check out in their back catalogue. They're a lot of fun. Um, and like I said, hopefully next time they're back in the UK, I'll get some more time with them and can have a, a more detailed chat and uh, yeah, get to know them a bit. So thank you very much for for listening. As, as always, I say this all the time, but it really is sort of word of mouth that, that helps uh, get this podcast out to more and more people. Please do share this with anybody that enjoys podcasts and or music. Um, it's really appreciated every time somebody does share um, or like anything on the social media give give us a, a like on facebook twitter etc uh, instagram and um, that would be really appreciated so i'll leave you now thank you very much for for listening and uh, good night